If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The average gas price in Sonoma County is creeping in the direction of $7 per gallon. It's now at $6.61 per gallon, a regular up a cent from yesterday. So that's actually... 57 cents higher than just a month month ago. Uh, yesterday, we talked about this a little bit, and it just went up like 16 cents in a week. Oh, I hate it so much, but Pretty it's bad. something, it's a reality of the situation. We'll get through it. We just got to adjust our lifestyle a little bit. Marin County has 668 per gallon, and to the east, Napa County has 663. The cheapest gas you can find in Sonoma County is at Costco or Safeway, where a gallon of unleaded is $6.09. And you can download apps like Gas Buddy to try to find cheap gas. You can also, you know, use those memberships like you have at Costco and Safeway. Those are the best ways to yeah. save money on gas right now. I found with Gas Buddy, you can find those mom and pop gas stations that are a lot cheaper than other gas stations you'll find. So, again, Gas Buddy. Well, the future is here. We are living in it. Amazon is going to launch its drone delivery service later this year. And actually, pretty close to us, it's happening in Lockford, California. That's where the launch is. So we may see some drones in and around the Sacramento area. Uh, the drone will deliver packages to people's backyards, apparently. Uh, I don't know why specifically backyards, but these drones will be able to avoid chimneys, aircrafts, and even birds. It's a bird. It's a plane. <laughs> Wait, it's just Amazon again. It's an Amazon drone. <laughs> Country summer artist Lainey Wilson. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know is going to be on season five of the show Yellowstone. So the show's creator, Taylor Sheridan, is a fan of Lainey Wilson's music, and he called her back in February saying he wanted to create a role specifically for her. And obviously, Lainey said, yeah, I'm in. Season five of Yellowstone will kick off in November of this year. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. And the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Is a prenup a good idea? Britney Spears and Sam Ashgari have an ironclad prenup. So Sam won't get any of Britney's previous earnings if they decide to get a divorce. And she is worth $60 million and keeps all that money if they split. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah. And honestly, when it comes to prenups, okay. I'm all for it. I think if I ever get married, if that time ever comes, I'll probably get a pre prenup because it's always better safe than sorry. Interesting. I am getting married and we have not talked about a prenup at all. I mean, we've also been together for 10 years. So, you know, if something were to happen, it probably would have happened already. Right. But, uh, you know, it's important to split up your assets fairly. So I understand where you're coming from. But I hope that, uh, you know, we would handle that like adults if the time came. What do you think? Denise from Runner Park is joining us right now. I mean, I, I don't feel like I would ever sign one, even if he was a millionaire and I wasn't. I'm going in with just the thought of I'm marrying this person because I love them, not because they have money. This is Sandy calling from Santa Rosa. Good morning. I've been married for 33 years, so this is coming from someone who's been married for a long time. I just feel like all these people these days talking about going into a marriage with a prenup, 
and planning the exit of the marriage, I feel like if that is such a serious conversation that you have to have before you're getting married, maybe you should think about the person that you're marrying. I think a big part of it is, I mean, my parents went through a really ugly divorce when I was a kid. And my mom talked about, she was like, well, you never know what happens. So it's better safe than sorry in the end because nobody goes in. Well, hopefully nobody goes into the idea of marrying someone with the idea of divorce in mind. But it's just yeah. kind of checking your bases, I feel like. I've never had the experience of a divorce in my life. So with my parents or anybody close. So. I totally get with what, with what you're saying as well. And that's kind of why I'm not going to do a prenup probably, even though we haven't talked about it. It's because we don't need to. Like, we know that we're going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. When we're losing sleep. So University of Sunderland professor is going viral for telling couples not to sleep in the same bed together if they want a good night's sleep. So his reasoning behind it is one of the triggers you need to be able to fall asleep is to drop in core body temperature. And then sharing a bed kind of increases your body heat. So it's actually going to take you longer to fall asleep. And not everyone shares the same sleep cycle. One partner will be chronically sleep deprived. The other one is well rested the other way around. Um, so I totally understand that, but Tanner, what do you think about all this? I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. <laughs> I think sleeping in different beds is a one-way ticket to divorce town. Oh my god! And I don't even like sleeping in separate blankets. I feel like a couple shares a bed, that should be something that's valued. And I feel like if you sleep in separate bedrooms, you lose that just kind of intimacy, I guess. Not intimacy in a gross way, intimacy of just being close to one another. <laughs> So I suggested a long time ago to Cole when we first moved in together that we should sleep in separate beds and he refused. He was like, that doesn't make any sense. And I grew up in relationships where, you know, like my parents and my grandparents, they all slept in separate bedrooms. And And they were fine with it? My grandparents were married for like 75 years. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I was just like, obviously it worked for a reason. You know, you get your own alone time. You get your own like, you know, time to do things and go to sleep when you want to. And now I'm waking Cole up with snoring and I'm like, we should have done this (laughs) in the very beginning. But, you know, he was like you and he just didn't want to. And, you know, but he does like want to share separate blankets. That is a thing that we do. I don't understand that. Because it, I, I I need more blankets. Okay. And he can't sleep under five blankets. Hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. I've been suffering all this time, and uh, now I understand that I've maybe it's suffering. okay to not, not sleep under 25 blankets. Yep. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. What is the most special thing that has been passed down to you? and can be a physical thing or it could even be a life lesson. Here's Chris Jansen. I'm getting them good vibes. I'm having this good I hope I pass on the same thing to the boys and the girls equally. I mean... Um, The way I look at it is all my four kids are special to me, and, uh, you know, I I want them all to be, I want them to all know that they're equally loved. But it can buy me a boat, it can buy me a truck to pull 
Amber, have you ever had anything passed down to you that's really special? Uh, I haven't had anything physically passed down to me, but, you know, I'd like to think that my parents and my grandparents instilled, you know, a lot of personal things, you right. know, like uh, patience and kindness and things like that, I think, that are important that they instilled in me. And then you can pass that on, and then it gets passed on again, and you have a whole generation of patient folks. I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to do that. So the most special thing for me is a physical thing. It was my grandpa's state trooper revolver, uh, and they altered it so it doesn't work or anything. Uh, but my grandpa spent 30 years as a state trooper for the state of Washington, and, and it just means a lot to me. It's something he had on him every single day, and I just really appreciated that I ended up with it. Yeah, what's interesting about, you know, physical and material things is, you know, there's a there is a connection there to that person. Um, it kind of reminds you of them in a way and you can think about them, you know, every time you look at it or yeah. see it. And I know, you know, people say we shouldn't put stock in material things like that, but it, it's just a nice reminder. Yeah. I just think about how it was with him every single day for 30 years. And I think that's pretty remarkable. Even though my memories mean so much more, it's still really cool in a way. Yeah. On our Froggy Facebook page, we're talking about the most special things that has been passed down to us. And here's what you said. Uh, Trisha from Santa Rosa said, my grandmother's wedding ring, she died when I was three. And for my 16th birthday, my mom gave me her ring. Brendan from Windsor said, my mom taught me patience. It is something I am trying to pass <laughs> on to my kids. Uh, Ellen from Petaluma says, a good work ethic, good jeans, and a gold ring with four stars and a diamond in each star. I mean, all, all of that's pretty good, Ellen. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So Lizzo was criticized over... Her new track, Girls, because it contained this ableist slur that is very offensive to the disability community. Um, so now Lizzo has agreed to change the lyrics of her song and apologize for including the term. And she said, it's been brought to my attention that there is a harmful lyric in my new song, Girls, and I, I never want to promote derogatory language. I understand the power of words and how they can have an effect on people, you know, whether intentionally or in my case, unintentionally. So she updated the song lyrics to say, hold me back. I'm about to knock somebody out in which she removed the term spaz from the song. Hold me back. I'm about to knock somebody out. Go with my best friend. So again, spaz is a derogatory term for people that go through the loss of control over muscle movement. And, you know, I'm really glad that she did this because when someone says they're offended, it's not up to anyone else to decide if it's true or not. Uh, and just, again, spaz is short for spastic, which is a dated offensive term for people with cerebral palsy. Uh, if you didn't know, and Lizzo didn't know this, um, it's important, you know, for people to talk about this and educate. So, you know, if Lizzo wants to remove it from the song out of an abundance of caution and empathy, I'm here for it. And, you know, I kind of like where cancel culture is going. It's moving into what I think is, you know, being called accountability culture. And this is an example of it being done right. You know, people educate someone on why it's a harmful word. Someone like Lizzo, who's in the spotlight, listened, apologized and changed it. And, you know, now everyone can move on and just feel better about it. We are moving on with our lives and it's done. 
Um, so Lizzo's new album special is going to be dropped on July 15th. Uh, so do you think Lizzo did the right thing? Do you feel the do you feel the term was too offensive? What are your thoughts on all this? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real and her score for 2022. She has guessed it 26 times correctly, and I have fooled her 26 times. So we're going to see who's going to come out on top today. All right, let's get it going. Here's headline number one. Man arrested for attempting to ride alligator. Here is headline number two. Man arrested for drinking cop's beverage. And here is headline number three. Man arrested for bathing and fishing in river. Weird. Okay. So it's all man arrested stories today. <laughs> I'm going to go with man arrested for bathing and fishing in river. That is Aww. not the headline in a haystack. So I assume there was more to the story. Did, there could be. I'm, I guarantee somebody's done this before. But do <laughs> uh, you want to take another stab at it? Mm, man arrested for trying to ride alligator. The headline in a haystack was Man arrested for drinking cop's beverage So a drunk driver was arrested in Iowa After a cop found him And parked in the middle of the road Passed out in his seat And his pants were halfway down And But that's not the important part of the story The guy caught an extra charge for theft After they put him in a police car And he started drinking the cop's Mountain Dew Yuck <laughs> right. oh, I mean anything but Mountain Dew <laughs> Headline in a haystack you're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So what was special or what is special about the dad figure in your life? Father's Day is this Sunday. Every day I see a little more of my father in me. A girl named Sonora Smart Dodge. She's from Washington State like you are, Tanner. She's actually credited... With starting Father's Day, she wanted to honor her father, William Jackson Smart. He was a Civil War veteran who raised like six children, especially after his wife died during childbirth. So this was her special way of honoring her father and, you know, many others. Isn't that cool? That's really cool that Father's Day started in my home state. Yeah. A little bit of pride, Washingtonian pride I have today. (laughs) They love their dads in Washington State. (laughs) Yeah. But speaking of dads, you know, not all father figures are biological dads. Uh, so we just want to point that out and, you know, there's so many ways someone can be a father figure. Um, so Tanner, is there any person out there that you want to talk about that's a father figure in your life? Yeah, this person is biological, but they're not my father. I'd like to give a shout out to my brother, Ryan. No. Uh, he became the man of the house when he was, I think, 13 or something like that. And he totally was my father figure in life. I would go to him for any advice that I needed. Um, he taught me about work ethic. He taught me about how to be uh, a good human being, which I hope I am. We're always striving for that. But uh, he had a lot of responsibility at a really young age, and I'll always love and appreciate him for that. That's so sweet, Tanner. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hope yeah. he's listening. Uh, probably not. <laughs> you hope he's not listening? Yeah, please. Uh, he'll probably tease me he'll about tease it. You. Still okay. my brother, too. But uh, Amber, what about you? Um, so I had 
two father figures in my life growing up. Uh, my dad and my grandpa, and I'll be the first to say that I was really lucky for that, you know, to have two strong male figures in my life. And, you know, they're both just really special. You know, I, I love their sense of humor. They're both incredibly intelligent. And, you know, I hope to be as half of the people as they were uh, at some point in my life. I'm not there yet. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, we're all getting there. It's like you said, Like you said, we're all striving to be, you know, the people that we look up to. But we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. What's something special about the dad figure in your life? Cadence from Santa Rosa said, my dad is such a great man and such an amazing grandpa to my son. He was a special forces green beret. And I always remember sitting on the ground waiting for him to jump out of the airplanes during shows, training and more fun times. She also posted this very interesting picture of her dad on our Facebook page. So we encourage you to go check it out. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Tara. Tara's son's birthday is tomorrow, and Barry Martindale's going to say there's a problem with the cake. Hello? Hi, is this Tara? Yes, it is. It's Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm representing cakes today and we're calling about your son's cake situation um what do you mean situation the situation is is that unfortunately there was a mix-up at the bakery and uh your son's cake was given away my son's birthday is tomorrow we're getting the cake delivered tomorrow so i don't understand how this could have happened unfortunately we can't come up with a cake that fast now we could give you the cake that was left behind is it um, is it a birthday cake Well, no, it's actually a cake that was meant for a funeral. Um, The cake says, rest in peace, Betty, but we can try to fix it up as much as we can. Um, No, absolutely not. I don't want a cake that says, rest in peace for my son's birthday. Um, I don't understand why you guys can't just make a new cake. I don't. You know, we're in such a high demand right now, it's going to take at least four business days for us to come up with another cake. These are just the options that I have for you. And of course, we have a no refund policy, so you're just going to have to take the funeral cake. Um, I'm absolutely not going to just take the funeral cake. I placed this order a month ago. It's not my fault that you guys gave the wrong cake away and are now left with a cake that you can't use. I'm absolutely not going to take a funeral cake for my son's 10th birthday. And I, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. What do you mean? There's a no refund policy. The only options here are either you make us a new cake appropriate for my son's 10th birthday tomorrow, or you refund me the money that I paid you in full a month ago. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Please tell me that this that this actually is a prank phone call. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Do you think high schools should get rid of things like the prom king or queen and homecoming court? I was watching Rebel Wilson's new movie, Senior Year. It's on Netflix. And the whole plot, the whole premise of the movie is uh, this cheerleading stunt goes wrong and it lands her, her character, uh, in this like 20-year coma. So she wakes up and she's not 17 anymore. She's 37. (laughs) And, you know, she's still got the mind of a 17-year-old. So she wants to go back to high school and live her dream of becoming a prom queen. But when she gets there... 
the school that she went to doesn't do prom king or queen anymore. Mm. They're like this whole new like progressive school and they're just like, no, that puts too much pressure on the kids and yeah. makes them feel bad about themselves and everyone's special. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, what? I love that. And I wish that were the case for when I was growing up because they had a homecoming court too. Did you have homecoming court, Tanner? Yeah, we absolutely did. And the way my school did it was a little bit different. It was chose. It was chosen by the administrators, and so oh. they would look not exactly who's the most popular, but they would select someone who's the best representation of the school. And you know, they always say like, "Oh, homecoming court's not about looks," but it was okay. Yeah. Don't lie and say that it's not about looks because. Back in the day when I was in school, it was 100% about looks. I think that's something that's changing. And I, I think the so, homecoming yeah. court and the prom kings and queens is something that should stay because it is really awesome in a way to unite a school. And it's a really big honor for a lot of people. But it, uh, but having it just be a popularity contest or whoever's the most pretty or handsome or whatever, I think that should go away. Yeah, I you know, I... Uh, that's interesting. I don't know what it's like in high schools now, uh, but you know, for me personally, I would have loved homecoming court and like prom king and queen to have been removed from John Millage Academy. Yeah. And I, I, my old English teacher uh, is the principal now, and I almost want to ask her: Is that something? <laughs> like, is that something you plan on doing? Because it seems like it. Uh, but maybe, like you're saying, things have changed and it's yeah. different now. And I bet at your school, you guys didn't have a ton of students there. It's especially yeah, weird. Uh, and like you said, the administration chose it for you, so that's interesting. It was all a student vote. Yeah. But we did ask and take a poll on Instagram. Uh, should we ban and get rid of things like Prom King and Queen on at Amber and Tanner in the morning? And about 75% of people said, no, it should not be removed. What huh. do you think of that? I think that's interesting. And it's very rare that people are on my side of these types of debates. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. When you were a kid, what was the first job you wanted? There's this brand new series on Apple TV Plus that I think everybody should watch, whether you're a kid, an adult, a grandparent, whatever. It's called Prehistoric Planet, and it was created by BBC, and they animated these dinosaurs to make it look like a normal animal documentary, and it is epic, and I am obsessed with it. Okay, so... It, it looks like your typical animal documentary. It doesn't look animated at all. It doesn't look animated at all. It is fascinating. I, I'm going to look this up. I, I saw something about it, like a preview for it. Yeah. But I, I haven't watched it. I'm very curious. Amber, I honestly couldn't tell the difference between these dinosaurs and real life animals. Like, that's how crazy it is. It is so fun. And you learn so much, not only about dinosaurs themselves, but you also learn about their behavior, their habitat, evolution and I'm not going to get too nerdy about it because I feel like I already have but when I was a kid <laughs> I wanted to be a paleontologist that was like the first job that I ever wanted to do and I kept it in the back of my mind and I took a class on it in college and I went out looked for bones and all that stuff and I went eh, this job really isn't for me <laughs> oh my gosh well you know it's it's an interesting job you can learn a lot um, about our past, which helps us learn a lot about our future. Uh, it can, you know, help us in so many ways. So that's very interesting. I always thought, you know, the you wanted to be a preacher. 
Yeah, I wanted to be a preacher at some point. I wanted to be a paleontologist <laughs> at some point. I wanted to be a history teacher at some point. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Like, uh, yeah. if you combine a paleontologist and history teacher and preacher together, you could get a history teacher or you could just get a radio host. I would, yeah. <laughs> That's essentially <laughs> but, the you know, weird algorithm yeah, you get I is see, country radio host. I could see paleontologist, history teacher. Those things are all related. Yeah, and it's definitely fueled my interest throughout my entire life. Amber, when cool. you were young... Do you remember the first job that you were like, I want to do that when I grow up? Oh my gosh, I wanted to be an actress. Yeah. So bad. Like, it just anything in the entertainment industry, which makes sense as to why I'm in radio now. Uh, but I, I remember watching so many movies as a kid, and I was like, I want to be in a movie. But I could see you I, in a movie. It's not too two, late. Doing what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Eating in the background in a diner or something, probably. <laughs> morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Isabella from Sebastopol. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Isabella, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Isabella, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yes, Amber, you are going down. Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber is out of the studio, Isabella, and here's question number one. Netflix has renewed their series The Lincoln Lawyer for a second season. There is also a movie called Lincoln Lawyer. Name the A-list actor that is the star of the movie. I have no clue. That's okay. I'll give you next. Here's question number two. Miranda Lambert is launching a new home goods collection at Walmart called Wanda June Home. Walmart began in which state? Is it A, Arkansas, B, Alabama, or C, Mississippi? Arkansas? That is correct. Here's question number three. Grocery prices are skyrocketing in rural Alaska because of inflation and supply chain issues. What is the capital of the state of Alaska? Juneau. That is correct. Here's question number four. Walker Hayes and his wife, Lainey, celebrated their 18th wedding anniversary by going to Applebee's. Finish the Walker Hayes lyric. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that Bourbon Street steak with that Oreo shake. That is correct. Here's question number five. Crocs and Jimmy Buffett have teamed up to release a new shoe. What is Jimmy Buffett's chain of restaurants called? Ooh, I don't know. That's okay. I'll give you an X. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Isabella from Sebastopol got three and a half out of five today. Not bad, right? That's pretty good. That's the best I've seen in a while. So, Tanner, let's see if I can do the same thing. Here's question number one. Netflix has renewed their new series, The Lincoln Lawyer, for a second season. There is also a movie called The Lincoln Lawyer. Name the A-list actor that is the star of that movie. All right, all right, all right. It's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> that is correct. Isabella got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Here's question number two. Miranda Lambert is launching a new home goods collection at Walmart called Wanda June Home. Walmart began in which state? Is it A, Arkansas, B, Alabama, or C, Mississippi? Uh, I think Arkansas. That is correct. Isabella also got that correct. Two to one is the score. Amber is up. Question number three. Grocery prices are skyrocketing in rural Alaska because of inflation and supply chain issues. What is the capital of Alaska? Juneau. 
That is correct. Isabella also got that correct. We got three to two is the score. Here's question number four. Walker Hayes and his wife, Lainey, celebrated their 18th wedding anniversary by going to Applebee's. Shocker. Uh, Amber finished the lyric. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that Bourbon Street steak with that. Oreo shake. That is correct. Isabella also got that correct. Four to three is the score. And here's question number five. Crocs and Jimmy Buffett have teamed up to release a new shoe. What is Jimmy Buffett's chain of restaurants called? Margaritaville? That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Isabella from Sebastopol's three and a half out of five. Isabella, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown and you gotta say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But we're still giving you those tickets for Friday, June 17th, the country summer! Oh my gosh. And you also get to meet at the meet and greet to Neil Arts. Isn't that awesome? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but you're going to Country Summer thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. Which state or maybe area in the United States of America has the best weather? Um, most of my friends and I live in different states. That's just what happens. When you get older, everyone's moving around. And I'm in a group chat with my high school best friends. My friend Heather lives back home in Georgia. She lives in Atlanta. Uh, my friend Brandon lives in Seattle. Actually, lives in Washington State, where you're from, Tanner. Cool. Um, so you know what the weather like. You know what the weather's like there. Uh, but yesterday, we all sent each other screenshots of the weekly weather reports on our weather app on our iPhone. And Brandon and I were fighting for our friend Heather to move out of Georgia to either Northern California or Seattle, strictly based on the weather. You're like, I want you here now. (laughs) No, she's mine. No, she's mine. Exactly. (laughs) I was like, no, come here. The weather's better here. Uh, So, Tanner, you've lived in Washington State. You've lived here. Uh, which weather do you prefer? Like, what, what do you, okay, do you think we have the best weather in the U.S.? Uh, between here and Hawaii, it's really a toss-up. But Sonoma County's great because I do enjoy the rain. And in Sonoma County, we don't get as much rain as I would like. But oh, I would yeah. say Sonoma County is really up there for the best weather you can find because it is, you know, sunny and 75 like the Joe Nichols song <laughs> uh, pretty much all year round. And I really enjoy it. I, re- I truly do. Okay, good. That we're pulling for Heather to move here. Yes. She'll, she'll never do it. Come on, but Heather. We want, but <laughs> we want her to. We want you know Northern California to win this war. Uh, we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, which state or area in the United States you know has the best weather? We got some great responses. Like Rob from Windsor said, San Diego weather is perfect, and it's hard to argue with that. I've never been there. Me neither. But, but maybe if I can, I can argue with you. Uh, Connie from Rohnert Park says, It depends on your idea of the perfect weather. Me, I love a nice overcast day with a slight chill in low to mid-60s. So I would love to move to the Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Well, it sounds perfect for her because <laughs> that's what it is all the time. Joe from Katati said, An island in Hawaii called Kauai has nice weather too, though it rains a lot, but it also feels nice. I liked it when I went there, and that's so interesting because mm. it did rain when I was in Hawaii and it felt like I was taking a shower. Yay! Amber and when sun comes till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.